Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview breakout sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. This episode comes from the Lineman Media Availabilities on Thursday, August 8th, and we have uncut audio from not one, but two offensive linemen looking to earn starting spots for the Buckeyes for the very first time this fall. Up first is 2018 Big Ten Honorable Mention at right guard and Rutgers captain Jonah Jackson. He came to Ohio State as a graduate transfer earlier this year and already seems to be in line for the starting position at left guard. Then, after you hear from him, we will have audio from the highest-rated recruit in Ohio State's 2018 recruiting class, Nicholas Petit-Frere. Despite being only a redshirt freshman, he is in a battle with former starter Brandon Bowen, who is apparently 100% now after breaking two bones in his leg against Maryland in 2017. If you're finding this podcast from our website, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, because we will be bringing you an unparalleled amount of podcast coverage during the football season from every imaginable perspective. And we'll have more on that in the coming weeks. So with all of that out of the way, here's Jonah Jackson and Nicholas Petit-Frere. Uh, the acclimation is going really well. Um, I mean, from the transition from Rutgers into here, I mean, we haven't done, you know, do too much different since Coach Ash sort of yeah. brought a lot of his philosophies from Coach Meyer and what they do here to Rutgers, so it hasn't been too bad. Was that part of the big appeal for you? I mean, finding a place to be familiar and allow you to make a seamless transition? For sure, for sure. That was definitely something that, that played a big factor in my decision process um, and how, how they – they structure everything sort of similar to Rutgers, whether it's weight, room, academics, and then the football aspect and how Coach Studd's philosophies are similar to my past coaches. And then I was almost under the same system my retro freshman year when Coach Maringer was mm-hmm. the offense coordinator, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad of a transition. How's the getting into the competition going? I've seen you out there at left guard already. I'm sure that's what you might have expected, but how's the chemistry going with the guys up front? I feel like we're gelling really well. I mean, you got you got a smart dude in the middle. Josh, he's pretty much the general of the offensive line. He runs everything, and I mean that dude is on point with everything. And then to the left, it's Josh and Thayer, both of them very smart, very quick with with calls and and powerful. Is is all crap, but you know what I mean. The, all those guys up front, and then the guys working in are definitely you know what I mean, ready to go. Whether it's me, Gavin, Matt Jones, dudes like that. I mean, very confident in their ability to play and be able to put out the best performance on the side of that. What do you feel like you bring to the table, Jonah, the most? I just kind of describe your, your game out there, if you would. Um, something I bring to the table, I mean, since I'm, I'm a fifth-year guy, I feel like I bring a little more veteran aspect to it and, and knowledge of the game. But, um, I mean, Coach Studd has all these dudes greased up, ready to go. But uh, something I bring, I just bring, you know what I mean, some energy. Bring uh, bring energy, you know what I mean? You always got to give a good vibe. Your, your energy is a direct reflection of your line. And then some nastiness, some grit. That's something I like to pride myself on and definitely bring to the table. You're also a guy who can bring leadership, Yes, obviously, um, but you're new. Uh, so how tough has that process been of putting yourself into a position where you can lead while you're still one of the guys who's getting acclimated yourself? Um, well, I mean, there, there's there's times where, you know I mean, you got to sit back and, and let the, the other guys who've had their due diligence here handle things, but then there's times, you know what I mean, you got to 
help a young guy out. And you know I mean, I feel like I'm comfortable enough where I've had my leadership role from in, in the past when my performance. <laughs> We got comedians here today, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, a guy like him, you know what I mean? When he's in the weight room, Jonathan Cooper, and he's giving his stuff, and I mean, I just let let him do his thing, and then you know, I give my my uh, my word after, and, and we direct, uh, reflect off each other, and, and help each other out in that aspect. You talk about having a comedian here, and I know you're talking about Cooper, but that is something that the team has done before. Yeah, um, you're going through this grind of fall camp. What are some of the things that you guys have been able to do to lighten the mood and to, to bond off the field? Uh, well, today with Coach Studd, you know what I mean? Instead of like opening up with film right away, we opened up with a little uh, YouTube skit with the family feud just to get some laughs going, get the guys, you know what I mean, energized up. Because, you know what I mean, by like day eight and ten, you know what I mean, dudes are like, like this is a harder camp. But, you know what I mean, it's just something to keep the guys going. And then on the field, we're just rowdy, you know what I mean? When guys make big plays, you go after them, you go hug the dude. And, you know what I mean, there's stuff like that just to, to keep the, the spirits up. Some of your teammates at Big Ten Media Days, I talked to them, they were saying you are a guy that likes to talk some trash out there, likes to make some jokes. Is that kind of part of who you are? Oh, uh, yeah, like I was saying, like, you know what I mean, I, I like to have some grit in my game and, and, and let dudes know who my opposition at the time, you know what I mean, it's my teammate, but when we're on the field, you know what I mean, we're going to handle our business. And then when we're off, you know, we're going to have a, a good time, laugh and joke around, so for sure. What were the things you had to do once you arrived here this summer to get yourself ready so that when you got out there last week, you could go out there and run the first team? Just just trusting with Coach Mick, you know what I mean, the plan he set forth for me and for the rest of the guys and go as hard as I possibly could in the in the, in the the weight room uh, and the playbook especially, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, just basically that. What did they tell you about where you'd be on the line and playing time when they when you came here to transfer? Well, they told me it was going to be a fight. You know I mean, coming to a place like this, Ohio State, there's – Everybody's ready to roll. I mean, the talent is the cream of the crop. But um, I, w- I was told probably left guard. And, I mean, I'd have to battle it out with Matt Jones, Gavin Cup, and them, them guys. So, yeah. so is there some relief that once you're done with camp, that'll be the last time you have to block the Rushman? You've had to do that the last few years with Rutgers. Uh, yeah, that probably, that probably won't be the last time. We'll have to block them every day in, in practice. <laughs> okay, but, okay. I mean, going against those guys every day is, is, is you know what I mean, it's, it slows things down when it comes to Saturday because those guys are just right off. Right off the ball, and Coach Johnson has them teed up. So I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's still going to be a battle yeah. through the season. <laughs> when you guys used to have to prepare for them, what was it like to get ready for an Ohio State defensive line? I mean, you you prepare for every team the same, but you know what I mean, seeing those guys, those guys play on Sundays and like every other team. But um, you just had to be ready. You had to be uh, have their game plan down, the blitzes, and then their stunts, and then the straight up rush. You had to know his whether he was going to try and go outside, whether he was going to hump inside with a club. So. Just had to break them down to the small thing. You make it sound easy. It wasn't easy, right? <laughs> These guys, they're there for a Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't easy. No. It definitely wasn't easy. <laughs> not, not to take anything away from Rutgers, but the results have been what they've been there. Coming here, what do you see as, as maybe the difference, especially on the O-line from your perspective, of why Ohio State is where it is and kind of your, your perspective from that? Um. I just say, you know what I mean, the guys have a, a mentality of, of winning. You see all the, the championships, the champions, and, you know what I mean, guys don't, don't take that for granted here. And, and you know what I mean, we, we go as hard, hard as we possibly can because that's the goal every year. There's no, nothing short of that. So. Was it an adjustment to, to fit into that, or were you ready to go? From I was ready to go. Definitely ready to go. What made you decide, before you even decided to come here, that you did want to leave Rutgers for your graduate transfer? 
the season? Um, I mean, I just, I mean, I, I felt like I did my due diligence and I, I've served my time and not served my time in like, like it's prison, but you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I've gave everything to my, the university and that will forever be my alma mater. You know what I mean? That's, that's a place that I'll consider home and this will also be considered home, but it was just like, I want to see what else is out there. So. so was the chance to come here and have a chance to compete for championships a big part of that war? Yeah. Sure. Well, that's kind of going through the recruiting process again and having all that people people wanting you and get on, I don't know how often get on message boards for, for Ohio State, for example, there's all these people, oh, we got to get Jonah Jackson and all this. Was that fun going through that again? Um, well, I'd never really went through that. You know what I mean? It's, Rutgers was one of my first, was my first, like, Division One A offer. So at that time, I was like, well, I'm going to run with this. Like, I've never had something like this before. I hadn't been recruited. And then when this happened, I was just, it was just like a hailstorm at me. So I was like... I know where I want to go. I know the schools that, you know what I mean, get 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 the visit, get it done. And you know I mean? It was kind of a headache, the amount of people that were just blowing up your phone at the time. You're like, ah. How many schools contacted you? Yeah, yeah. I was looking at my text the other day. I had like 308 unread texts. <laughs> There's a lot, I guess. But, you know what I mean, I had I had the, the schools that I had already had in mind. Was it come down to here in Oklahoma? Or was there one other maybe? Who did it come down to? Um, probably here in Oklahoma. But yeah. this was it. This was Showed it. Uh, when you walked in the door here, how much was already familiar to you? Because it's felt like at times like Chris Ash was just trying to make Ohio State East over there. <laughs> um, I mean, he put his own twist on things. You know, I mean, he brought his own. But um, a lot of things when it was like whether it was like academics, like how the gold, red, and blue group set up, and how that is in the weight room, and then um, just how they structure the schedule of practice. You know, we have pre-practice warm up, and then how we go to inside run and all that. And a lot of that was very similar. Had you heard four to six A to B before you got here? Um, something similar to that. I think it was like 68. Oh, it was a little longer. It was a little longer. We always hear from guys when they walk in here new that, you know, the way that Coach Mick does things is can, can be a shock. Um, working with, with Kenny and Rutgers, and you obviously worked under Mick. Like, were you prepared for that mostly when you got here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coach, Coach, Coach Parker, I mean, he was with Coach Mick at, at Florida, too. So they, they've been together for a long time. So a lot of what they do is similar. Coach Parker ain't no joke. And neither is Coach Mick, so I was definitely ready. Joe, sure. we've heard, I'm sorry, we've heard you're pretty quiet on the practice field so far. Do you expect that to begin to change as you become more comfortable here? I wouldn't say I was too quiet. No, just oh. more quiet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, for sure, it's definitely going to change. Uh, you guys seem quiet. I'm definitely going to amp it up then now. <laughs> I didn't think I was too quiet, but, yeah, for sure. It depends on who we ask. Yeah. Yeah. Since, since you graduated. How much did you consider going to the NFL? Possibly, did you get any feedback from teams? Um, well, I mean that's that's something that that's down the road. I wasn't really I'm not too focused on that right now. I'm focused on just getting the season ready. And if that happens, it happens. I mean, God willing, thank you, Lord. But if it doesn't, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to play football for the Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm not worried about the NFL right now. I'm sure you're focused on left guard. Are you getting any reps at center? Because I know you also can't play that half play center. Are you getting any reps at center? Or just uh, left guard? No, I haven't gotten any reps at center. Uh, they've been pretty content with uh, Josh and Harry, and Harry's looking really good. So we'll see how that, that plays out. If they need me, they need me. But if not, then there's somebody else in there that's ready to roll. What's impressed you about Harry? Uh, there's a lot of impression about a true freshman that looks like that has great, a great build, just dense. He's not like sloppy in any place, and he's smart. He's He's probably the brightest guy in the room besides Kevin White again. You know what I mean? That's that's a little challenge to White now. You know, <laughs> he liked it too much that he's so smart, but he, he's very consistent in what he does, and, and he's smart, physical, and fast. Do you talk? Is Nicholas Pitiker still bringing, like, muffins and stuff to breakfast because he's still training? 
he's got he works so hard to keep up his weight. Um, I think he's been doing he's doing he's been doing really good with his weight. He looks good right now. I haven't yeah. been seeing him. But is he like all the time? No, no, I haven't seen any muffins. Did did you talk to Coach Ash or Coach Parker or anyone at Rutgers who had been here about what it's like here before you made this decision? Um, Well, I heard about what it was like a lot beforehand because, like I said, they brought a lot of philosophies over. But other than that, no. So you just kind of knew from being in the program a lot of the things that were like. Yeah, and then when I came to my visit, I kind of got a glance at it from my, my host, Josh. He told me a lot of things about it. So. Josh posted you on your visit? Yeah, Alibi. Oh. Justin Fields stands in this. Do you want to evaluate that? <laughs> mm-hmm. It looked pretty good. I mean, he was, he was sharp with the move. <laughs> but yeah, it was nice. Was, was he nice. voted to go up there? Did the coaches select him to go up um, there? Why was he dancing? I think, yeah, I think Stan invited him up. I mean, we usually have a guy go up here and there just to get a little morale going before the team meet. A little uh, fellowship. Last question. You gonna get you gonna get your turn to dance soon? Um, I'm not really that much of a dancer, but if they need me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Dewan got moves for a big man. He looked good. Thanks, good to go. Thanks, Thank, you, Thank you, guys. Doing well. Well, uh, Coach Stud said that uh, he's very happy with how things are going with your progress, and um, said that you're up in the 295 range, something like that. Um, what were you the day that you got here, and what are you today? The day I got here, I was really like 265. Okay. But I like drunk like a few waters, so I could weigh in heavier. So I was like 268, <laughs> and I weighed in for the mix. It, has it been an easy transition in whatever it's been, a little over a year, to get from 265 to 295 and be able to still play football the way you want to play it? Or it's, how's that gone? It's been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Because yeah. um, back in my little league, I actually had to lose weight twice, and I lost like 25 pounds twice, and that was easy for Just me. to be able to play? Yeah, just for me to play like in the weight limit. But like gaining weight and like the way that we train here and everything like that, I mean, it's tremendous. It's crazy, but it's so it's so worth it. So it's been a long process, but I'm very grateful for the people that have been around me. How do you feel about how you're moving with all, all that out of the way? I think the thing people they look at you and the reason they project you so highly is because of the way your feet move, the way you control your body. Like, do you still feel you have that even though you're 30 pounds heavier than everybody else? Oh, yeah. I mean, what, like when you fart, first start putting on the weight, like in, in the winter when I was putting on the weight, it was kind of weird like mix all was like moving a little differently but then once i got used to it and i got like a few like more workouts in he was like all right now he's moving he's running a whole lot better i actually improved my 40 time from last year by like i think like half a second or like a second or something so that just shows you how the work that um coach make has and the process that he has and everything that goes here at ohio state are you like maintaining now or are you still trying to get bigger um, you know, it's fall camp, it's hard so it's kind of hard yeah. to, like, uh, get bigger. I mean, some people are doing it, which is awesome, and I'm trying to, too. So, uh, you know, whatever happens, but as long as I'm keeping my weight and I'm weighing in the right weight every single day, they're fine with that. And then once the season rolls around, we're going to figure it out from there. You're not the first offensive lineman who's come in here and had to gain weight like that, but silly question, but how does it help you? How do you feel it when you add that muscle and that weight? What, what a difference does it make for you as a player? Um, it's huge. I mean, you know, like you got, I mean, we got some big kids around here at Ohio state, you know, that we got to move. So, uh, that's something I learned pretty quickly that like, I can't really be light 
and still play the way I did like in high school. Like I actually have to like have size and have like a bigger body so I can understand how to move people in that way because we have like all these like requirements that we want for our tackles or any position to make sure that they're like playable and like good like body size for them to be like great college football players and then potential NFL people. And on that path, are you are you moving guys now? Can you move guys? Oh yeah, I've been moving guys. You know, I mean, like we have we have this is like probably one of the best places in terms of like the defense that we go up against. Like they're a top tier defense. You know, they're like always amazing. They play so hard every single rep. So um, I'm getting better every single day trying to move those guys, and they're uh, giving some pushback too. But uh, you know, we're getting each other better. Some of us don't struggle the game way. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's been no issues, <laughs> no problem. What? Can you break that down? Is it mostly muscle? Is it? Are you just eating more? Well, I mean, how does it work to get where you want to be? And what's and what's the harder part? Um, you mean just like the process, or like yeah, what am what, I now? What's the process, and what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing right now? To well, get for, well, for me, I came in. I was like eight percent body fat, and like most like tackles are around like twenty to twenty three percent. That's like something that we like look for. So like if someone's over that, we try to get them under. If they're around it, we try to maintain. You know, so that was something they're like we need to just get more mass on you so you're a bigger person. So for me, it wasn't really about trying to change my body in terms of eating healthier and make myself leaner. It was more about like getting more mass and size and trying to add that while also maintaining a healthy body. So, um, you know, Sean on here, he helps me a lot with the nutrition stuff and stuff like that. Um, Coach Mick's been really on me about making sure I'm always conditioned and running so I don't just get sloppy. So, you know, it's great, great testament to them. Is it eating just more or more fatty foods? Can you break it down like that? For me, it was kind of both. You know, like, I mean, I always ate pretty well, and we still eat well here. It's not like they just, like, feed me, like, sugar out of, like, a bowl or something. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, they always make sure that I'm eating the right foods, so I'm always able to play and be ready for practice and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was a little bit of both. Like What's your body fat now? 6,000 calories? Like, that's how much you eat now. Yeah, around, like, 6,000. Over the spring. Because it was more than that, wasn't it? Um, in the winter, it was, like, 8,000, like, the first, like, few months. I mean, I think you shared that with us. What? How did you get to 8,000? What do you have to eat to get to 8,000? A lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, how many meals a day? How, what was your favorite food? Um, the plan was, like, do six meals a day and then have, like, two, like, snacks in between. So I would show up in the morning and work out. That'd be, like, the first, like, kind of small breakfast. And then after that would be breakfast. Um, the way that classes would go, I would probably get the breakfast right after workouts, go to class. Probably they'd give me, like, a snack to go for, like, lunch, eat that and eat right after like one of my other classes and then like the day from there would just go on like you know like maybe i wouldn't get like six meals every day but i would make sure i hit like that calorie threshold or somewhere around there you get to the point where like i mean people like to eat but this is ridiculous yeah like there's been a lot of times where like um i've always felt like i remember coach Mick says you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable and that's one of the hardest things that i didn't understand because I would just eat and I'd be like, okay, I'm done. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> so, so there'd be a lot of times where like, I'm for, I'm just forcing it down. I'm like, I don't, I just don't feel good. And they're like, that's, that's where you need to be like pretty much every day. Like that's where you need to feel like you're about to be. And you probably had to get to a point where you didn't feel great because you were just stuffing your body and you still had to play in the spring. But was there a point where you didn't feel great because of all that you were putting in your body? Um, I mean, you know, at night kind of when you're like done with all that and like, you're like, debating on whether or not you're going to eat another thing or just try to chug a few protein shakes or if you're going to make it up in the morning. Those are kind of like the toughest points about all that, you know. Do you ever feel guilty? 
Um, sometimes, because like I, people see what I eat, and like uh, my roommate Alex is like, "Yo, you look disgusting." Mm-hmm. Whenever you eat, because like I just eat like crazy stuff sometimes, and I'm like, "Well, it works." So, yeah, what's your body fat now? Yeah, we did the DEXA a few weeks ago, but um, I didn't get it back. I think I'm thinking it's gonna be around like 13 to 16 percent. You're so, getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. More donuts necessary, or, or like what's the what's the worst food you eat? The worst thing yeah, I ate, like yeah, in terms of calories. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't I don't eat it here a lot because like what because we don't I don't like have like I don't really go to Outback but um the blooming onion like the loaded blooming onion I think that's like two thousand calories by itself and just like one sitting I read that in like a like a post about like someone like dishing like Outback and, like being like this is the craziest thing ever and I'm like that's everything I needed in like one <laughs> in you one eat, meal you eat the whole thing yeah I would eat the, like the whole blooming onion the, like the loaded like cheese fries with like bacon. How's that feel? How's that feel? Twenty minutes later, football. Twenty minutes later, what's that feel like? Um, I'm all right because I've my, my everyone says I have a hard stomach. That's the one thing I have. Like I can eat, eat pretty much anything now, and like I'm pretty much cool with it. And do you feel like it, it has benefited you, even though it's uncomfortable? But now that we're in August, this is working for you. Obviously, I mean, Coach Dud's been the one that's been harping on me the most. Like he's been like, look, Nick, for you to be a top tier talent, for you to be a college football player. For you to do the things that you strive to do, you have to gain weight. There's no offensive tackle in college football that I can see playing at like a low, low weight. Like some, some do. Like you know, there's like those rare occasions. But at the end of the day, it's like I want you to be the best, and I want you to strive to achieve your goals and dreams. So like he's been on me about it, but you know, I mean, it's been good. It's been a good experience. How many, yeah. how many calories per day? Um, six thousand. Like six thousand. Did, did they try to spread them out through the day? So yeah. So like. Yeah, so we would, like, spread the meals out. So it would be, like, a bre- big breakfast, a big lunch, a big dinner, and then, like, snacks in between. Like, the so snacks are, like, kind of, like, the more important things. Yeah, you talk about Blooming Onion. What was your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing to eat on this on this diet? Um, diet. That's what they call anti-diet. Yeah, um, the favorite thing, I mean, oh, gosh, it's just, I just eat whatever I can. That's literally, literally, it's just, like, whatever I can just order off of, like, Topinga or Uber Eats. I just eat it <laughs> a lot. It's kind of nice when I get to, like, eat, like, something. Like, I, sometimes I would, like, eat something nice, like sushi. And that'd be, like, even though it's not a lot of calories, it's, like, tastes great. And those are, like, kind of the days I'm kind of happy because it's, like, I finally get to eat something yeah. normal. And I don't feel like it's, like, just, like, a bunch of, like, bread and, like, fried stuff and, like, sh- cheese. Are they keeping up, though? When, when, you, when you do this kind of thing, though, are they keeping up that you're not hurting yourself, you know what I mean, from a cardiovascular standpoint or whatever you want to call it? Who kind of monitors... You know what you are taking in and whether Sean and Coach Mick, like I remember, like uh, they were like during like the winter, they would be like, "Look, I understand you need to get like a lot of calories in, but you can't just drink like soda like every day. Yeah, like you can do like juice and stuff. That's like a pretty good thing to do, like orange juice and apple juice. But like you can have like an occasional soda once in a while because like you're on like a different type of plan. But like you can't just like 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 I said, you can't just like force yourself to eat like ridiculous things, just like a pound of sugar or like just like cheese, like just melted cheese or something. You gotta like be smart with it. Is the idea is the idea basically just mass so that you can't get moved around? I mean, what's the what's the idea behind being bigger? Um, what do they tell you? Like you got to get to this weight because of what? 
um, just to be a better player. You know, it just it just encompasses everything. Like when you're a bigger player, you take up more size on the field. When you're a bigger player, you're able to move people easier. When you're a bigger player, you're able to like take on blocks better and stuff like that. I mean, it's just a whole encompassing thing about just being a football player, just having a better frame and a better size to be a better athlete and a better player. All right, football, real quick. Football. Yeah. Question. Yeah. All right. What do you have to show them to be the starting right tackle? Start the season. I have to show them I can do it. That's that's been like the thing right now. It's like, I mean, I sh- I've been playing during spring. I've shown that I can do stuff, but I want to be able to be consistent with it, and I want to show that I can handle it, and I want to show that I can be that guy. Do you think? Do you feel good about the path you're on, or do you feel like, oh man, I gotta I gotta pick it up? I mean, I always feel like I gotta pick it up. I felt like I gotta pick it up during spring. I felt like I gotta pick it up today during practice. I mean, every day is. The greatest competition. I mean, Bowen, Josh, and Thayer, they're some of the best tackles I've ever seen. They've been amazing to play up, to play with and learn from and then also compete with for those starting, starting tackle spots, you know. So we got, a great, we got a great group of guys that have been teaching me a lot and then also been competing against each other. So, you know, it's a great competition. Yeah, Other than the weight, your attributes as an athlete and as a player, how do you, how do you fit the tackle position? Do you feel like you have the skill set required to succeed there? I feel like I do. I mean, as a tackle, you got to be a very smart player. So Costa is always honest about watching film, writing writing our notes, practicing, doing our steps and everything like that. So that's something that I always try to harp on and all the tackles do in the line room. Um, other than that, it's just like understanding the game. That's just something that just comes with time and like patience and like practice and over and over again sometimes it comes easier for some people sometimes it's harder for others but at the end of the day it's just about once you get in the film room and you understand it, everything then you got to go and just do it and then once you do it you're gonna hit some bumps along along the road you're gonna hit some ups and downs but at the end of the day you got to persevere and fight through it those are the things i think that tackles probably would need to be for them to be like you know the guy uh, feet are good. You know, I mean, they're always got to get improved. We've been working on stuff. Coach does been uh, working on us on some uh, new techniques and stuff that we're going to bring during the season. Some new drills have been really good. Actually, one drill today that we did was really good for me for one of my um, for one of my down blocks I've been trying to get right. So uh, I'm very excited for about keep working on that. And um, yeah, that's about it. Nick, we got to wrap it up. One, of, one last question. One, then you've got to uh, eat. Everybody here is obviously high 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 <laughs> you were the top rated guy in your class. Coach Dade just joked yesterday that one of the first things that happened, people said, okay, how many stars? We don't care. How much? How long did it take to get over, to kind of strip that through mindset? Okay, I am starting at the bottom, and i got to work my way up. And what's that like mentally? Day one. Um, first, I mean, literally, like, first day, like, we, like, like when we come in like when we bring in like all the new freshmen like a thing that we say like we like bring like all the freshmen in with like all like the older guys and like they all say like you aren't this like you aren't like crap like that's what we say because we're like realize that you're coming into our family like our society like you is you're not gonna like run this program like this veterans and the seniors are the guys who control the program the coaches establish the presidents of what we want for the program to be. And then you guys are just becoming the new people to take over that role. So, um, yeah, I learned day one pretty quickly that uh, it's not really a, like a bottom tunnel pull. It's really more about like understanding that you're not just going to walk in here and just be given everything that you want. Like, you got to earn it. You got to show You got to show what you need to show to be, you know, like a guy. Around As a top rated guy, was that kind of like, Okay, and then I have to leave the stars at home. Doesn't matter anymore. Was that hard for you at all? 
No, because um, my high school coach, or Coach Sal, he always told me, like, look, when you when you leave here, like, re- you got to work as hard, if not harder, than you right. did back in high school, which, I mean, in high school, no one ever starts with stars. It's just that you perform, and you just try your best, and you try to win for your team, and those are the things that are important. So, uh, you know, that never really mattered to me throughout the whole process. What mattered to me was trying to make my high school team better and trying to make and trying to just become a better player overall, which would make my team better. And that's the same same thing here. I've wanted to become a better player to make Ohio State better so I can become a better player and better team. Great. All right. Best of luck. Nicholas, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Nick, what's the most you've weighed, by the way? The most I weighed? I hit 307. 307. What are you, what do you, what do you, what do you feel good at right now? Um, I'm weighing in around like 302, 301. Is that like the magic number? Got to be in the threes? Uh, yeah, that's coming I because you never know. Because like uh, with coach, um, with coach Mick, he'll just he'll always I just try to challenge you. On so uh, you know, it just kind of happens. Like oh, if I'm like maybe if I'm at this number, he'll be happy today, and then maybe he'll be <laughs> upset the next day. So you never know. You're living our dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Nick, Thanks, got that. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you.